is up, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? How you living? It's been a minute since it's been the two of us, but we're back. Justin Treese and Austin Cunningham for another great episode of Talking Football. Like I said just now, it's been a little bit since we've been on together. So a lot of catch up on. Treese, hey, there was a week that I did really good in betting. This past week, I did really bad in terms of the overall spread. But the over-unders for the old Sunday night game, your boy Austin Cunningham has got it figured out. You absolutely love to see it for me. But now we're sitting here. We're tied in terms of the player prop bets, both 16 and 8. And in the overall spread, Treese has got me by two games. But that's fine because we're going to make up for it this week. Ready to get the tracks rolling again. All right? I'm ready for it. But, Treese, how you been doing, man? Like I said, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. Uh, I feel like it's been three minutes now that you've said that three different times. But yeah, I just ooh. want everyone to know we have not done a show together in like three weeks. So like each minute's a week there. Yeah, it, that is true. That yep. is very, very accurate. Um, we actually haven't even talked that much lately either. I mean, I've been feel like I'm running around with my like a chicken with my head cut off. Well, I just I, don't I stop. Don't. I only sleep. I just sleep. I wake up and I go again. Interesting. Um, but yeah, things are going well. Uh, lots to talk about. Lots and lots to talk about, actually. Um, and then, yeah. And also had my golf tournament last weekend. It was fucking yeah, excuse awesome. Excuse me. That's what I wanted to come in today with. And then I went to our bets. What was it? Your third time? Your third? Yeah, that was our third, third annual, annual Crimson Cup. Two day tournament. Yeah. Tell me all about it. It was amazing. Had a great turnout. So we went to two of the most pristine golf courses in Utah. Um, one of them is a championship course that's super hard to get onto. We convinced them to let us on. And they have a huge balcony over 18. I'm going to send you a video here in a second. Over 18. And so when everybody finished, because we were just back to back to back, um, we all went up, just grabbed a beer, and then stood over the balcony. And we're watching our groups come and finish on 18. And it was like a real tournament. We were just yelling, like, get in the hole. And we were just like <laughs> screaming and like on putts and shit like that. It was amazing. We actually got kicked off of the balcony for doing it because we were having too much fun. So that Yikes. was a good time. Yeah, but um, I mean, two-day tournament. It was awesome. Um can't wait for next year. I mean, it was just a hell of a time. Um, so it was a good turnout. Weather was good. You didn't, it wasn't oh, yeah. too cold was, or rainy or it was, anything. It was 85, 85 and sunny both days. So oh, wow. lucky you. Yeah. We actually played four days. So we actually played Thursday. So it was on Friday, Saturday. We played Thursday just for fun and Sunday just for fun. And all four days were just amazing. So it was yeah. great. Um, yeah. Some, awesome prizes given out and everything. So it was, it was a good time. Um, it was funny because on Sunday when I was driving home, I realized that I actually texted you on Thursday, uh -huh. um, pictures. And I told you to fuck off. Um, and Cause I didn't respond soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I actually forgot I did that. So full disclosure, um, what I was watching the Jags <laughs> game and, uh, we were at this really nice bar and they, for some reason, were doing some discounts on wine and we downed too many bottles of wine at the bar. Uh, I don't know how many bottles, but um, it was too a many. Lot. So you don't even know more than I, three. I, yeah. More than three. Um, I think, was, I, I think it was four. I, I think it was four altogether when it was all said and done. So we did some whiskey shots and how we many was like, there with you? Was it the whole tournament or no, it was just three of us. Oh shit, brother. 
Yeah. So yeah. So we're doing some whiskey shots and some beer for dinner. And then after it was like, all right, well, we're going to sit and watch the game for the second half. And then we were just like, they're like, Hey, I was like, Hey, I want a glass of wine. And they're like, Oh, well we have wine on discount today. I was like, just get us some bottles. And then it was a great time. Um, so anyways, legit forgot. I text you that. So um, yeah. I'm not going to apologize for it. Cause I, I actually still agree with myself on what I sent you. So you did. You did. Yep. So you, I anyways. mean, you said I, I, you did. You said something that was very true, and just let everyone know he he took a picture of the beautiful mountains of Utah and the bar setting that he was in. And he was like, "Oh yeah, Utah just sucks so much with views like this." And I looked at it and I laughed, and I had to go back to work, and then watch the Cincinnati Bengals come back and win that football game. Yeah, I that, shouldn't even say hurts. come back, just win the football game. But speaking of the Jaguars, a lot of news floating around. Uh, it's not even like, you know, accusations. It's all truth. It's all on video. We've seen it. It's not looking good for old head coach Urban Meyer for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, Trees, I, I need to know what your thoughts are on this entire situation. Like, yeah, do you so- want him to still – do you still want him to be the coach? Do you want to move on from him? How quickly do you do if, if you do want to move on from him? Yeah, so, well, first off, what happened last week as well was the C.J. Henderson trade. Um, which yep. we have not talked about. Um, I Let's don't want there. Tr- then I don't want to say I told you also, but I told you also. He was my cornerback three. Christian Fulton was two. You and I had a lot of discussions on this in Mobile, and I was like, "Dude, Fulton's better. Fulton's better." Tried to tell y'all, um, and then C.J. Henderson just goes and gets burned by one leg to Mari Cooper last week for a touchdown as well. Um, you can't say, oh, he doesn't know the defense. It was man-to-man defense. It's the same across any NFL league so or team. So, honestly, I don't think Henderson's that good, and people are just, like, caught up that he was a top-10 pick. Like, just because exactly. he's a top-10 pick doesn't mean he deserves to deserve that or is that type of player. Uh, obviously, I wish I got more than a third-round pick and a tight end for him, obviously. But, honestly, I love Dan Arnold. He's a stud. Like he, yeah. he is super good. He, he played on Thursday night. <laughs> like he got traded on Tuesday and played Thursday. I guess I didn't realize that. How in the hell is the they, offense they, is that similar? They, they taught him, they taught him 10 plays and said, if we do these <laughs> plays, you got these 10 plays. And he, he, I think he had three catches for like 30 yards. He looked Shit. good. He looked yeah. good. I, so anyways, if it was second, if it was a second round pick in Arnold, I would have been like, hell yeah, that's great. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. like that's the, that's, so third pit, third round, obviously not ideal, but it happens. I have no problem with getting trading Henderson. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff this off season that we've talked about of just <clears throat> him not being motivated or seemed like it's not motivated. So I think it was a good change of scenery for him. I think the Jags got something in return. I mean, they had the worst tight end group I'd ever seen in the NFL in the history of the NFL. So like they desperately needed it. So it is what it is. Okay. Now we'll move on to what everybody wants to hear about. Right. So urban Meyer. So are we going to talk about, we're going to talk about the bar incident or the flight incident first. Uh, I mean the, let's do the flight and then the old bump and grind incident. Okay. The flight incident, completely fucking unacceptable. Cannot happen. What the hell is going on? The only way that is acceptable is if you were already going to be in Ohio for a funeral the next day. 
that's in my head. Like that's literally the only acceptable thing, like a family member death where you're like, Hey guys, do you got, and like, and you should talk to, and I know he says you talk to the GM, but you should talk to the whole team. Hey, I have a funeral or something. I'm staying here. It's not because of anything else, but he says it's to clear his mind. Like complete dog shit. Like get the fuck out of here. Urban Meyer. That's, that's awful. Like completely unacceptable. Hate that. The whole bar scene. I do not condone cheating at all. I literally had my 10 year anniversary last week. Literally. I've been with my wife for over 15 years of my life. Um, I am the most fuck. I'm a Jaguars fan and I've been married for 15 years. I'm the most loyal person you could ever meet. Like, Hey, uh, for me and everyone else listening to this happy late anniversary. Thank you. I I did not text you. Did I? No, you didn't. Cause I mean, you didn't text me. It was the same night as that, that I sent you. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling myself out right now. Yes, I was out of town without my wife on my 10-year anniversary. I, I was getting ready to say that. I was just like, oh, wait, oof. <laughs> so, hey, I, I did some nice things. I sent her <laughs> some nice things that day, you know, got them delivered. And wonder what? Screw it. I bought her a, treat, a trip to Greece. Want to know what? I, I'm doing... I mean, your wife's so cool anyways. I'm sure she's she totally understanding. And like, she you guys was. been together 15 years at this point. You have a kid. Life's great for you guys. You guys are killing it. Yeah. So anyways, I don't agree with it to act like he's the only one that's ever done this or is doing this is laughable. Um, Obviously everybody is. He just got caught. Um, Not again, not saying it is okay because it really is not. But to me, it has nothing to do with football. Like it just hasn't, I, I don't see how that affects much. I think it's, Honestly, some of it seems like just the Urban Meyer effect in a sense of like why it's such mm-hmm. big news. Um, but again, you're 0-4. Your team's not winning, obviously. So like maybe like you should be doing other stuff, you know. But I also I also am like a you shouldn't be working 24-7, like just because you're an NFL coach. Nobody else does. So like why is that expected from that? Yeah. You know, like so I so that it's tough for me, right? Like completely unacceptable. Like you don't, you don't want it. You don't want that exposure. Probably not the the only coach doing this. Exactly. Totally. Right. So it sucks. Like it sucks. that it's my team. That's the laughing stock of the NFL um, now for not just losing, but this, you know, it's just, it sucks. Like I hate getting on Twitter now just because I hate, and I, I also hate seeing just the, the same old shit. Like I hate seeing like, Oh, he's going to, he's going to fake a heart attack or, you know, like I, like that joke's worn out. Like it's not funny anymore. People, it it used to be funny. It's just not anymore. I'll go to mellow, for example, like mellow doesn't like the, uh, that's why you don't draft your fantasy team so early, you know, like that thing, like it's overplayed, which I agree with him on that. So is the whole fake the heart attack thing. It's just, it's just worn out. It's just not funny anymore. And maybe I'm just more sensitive because I'm a Jaguars fan. Um, but I just don't think it is anymore. Um, I mean, I don't think you're, I don't think you're being sensitive at all, but the, some other questions that I do have for you though, is people look at it where Jaguars, they're 0 four, they haven't won a football game. And since urban has been there, it's just been like one thing after another, like the strength and conditioning coach that he hires out of Iowa state. He was fired because he was making racist comments. And then he brings in Tim Tebow and it's like, this is just a whole publicity stunt. There's no way Tebow makes the team. And now this situation, you're not winning football games. He's been caught on a microphone saying it's like playing Alabama every single week. And it was like, no shit. It's the NFL. It's another level. 
And it almost just kind of, in my mind, the way like I look at it, and I don't know how you view it as a Jaguars fan, it's just how is he just so – why does it feel like he's just so unprepared? Not necessarily to coach at this level, but with just everything that's coming out of him and, like, why is he handling it so poorly? And with this on top of it, it just feels like it's just a cherry on top of an awful Sunday. You know what I mean? So, and it's just yeah. how do you bounce back from that? Because it doesn't seem – it doesn't feel like the team respects him either. Like so, a video clip comes out, what was it yesterday or today or the day before, excuse me, where it's like uh, they go to do a team breakdown. It's like one, two, three grind. And it's like, there's no way urban was standing around with that. Like, does that make sense? It just feels yeah, like it's so, become a laughing stock to the Jaguars and from the players. Yeah. I mean, yes. And I, I agree with some of those statements and I don't. So the Tebow thing, like, again, I think we talked about this, like, it's about who you yeah. know anyways in this world. So like Tebow getting a shot, it wasn't a publicity stunt because Tebow did not get in the microphone a single time. Like he yeah. literally did zero. To, I actually think that like given, sure, do I want Tebow in the thing? Like probably not. But like, honestly, that was handled pretty well. If you were going to do it, it's probably the best it could be handled. The whole like everybody's Alabama thing, like he's comparing to what he knows. Like that's like yeah. me, Austin. That's like me telling you that you're gonna go work on a different radio show and you can't mention mic'd up a single time. Like you can't. You cannot bring up, oh, I did this. I did this on mic'd up and it seemed to work. No, like you can't do that. Why? Like that's of a course. Very fair point. Right? Like like what on earth? Like when you when you switch new jobs in this world, you always go back and compare it to your last job to try to make sense of things. Plain and simple. That's a so, very solid point. So I don't, I, I hate that people are like, well, no, like, of course, everybody's Alabama. They're all NFL players. He, <clears throat> he doesn't mean it like that. Like you guys are taking it like in this different context. Like, yeah, of course. I don't know. And I mean, it's funny that just it call us what after- you think. We're just a bunch of fucking idiots. No, I mean, I went off the other day about how everybody just hates Urban Meyer and that's fine. I'm starting to not like Urban Meyer. So like, that's fine. But like he also said that literally in his press conference, when he became the head coach, like that everybody was Alabama. So like, it was funny that it came out after the Broncos game where I was like, this isn't the first time he said it. Like it is what it is. Yeah. Um, as for everything else. Yeah. It's just laughing stock and it sucks and it makes it not enjoyable. Like to like even look at sports stuff. Cause like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just, my team's just going to get made fun of all the time. Like and, it uh, sucks. It does right now for sure. And back to my, I think one of my original questions just got kind of buried with everything else is, do you think Urban gets fired this year? Do you want the Jaguars to move on from him? Or do you play out the rest of the year? I want him to not be the head coach in 2022. Um, If he sticks out this year or not, I honestly don't care. You just reach that point where it's like, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. Any games. Yeah. I will say, though, like in the weird way, the Jaguars have improved every single week this year. Week yeah. One, I mean, week they one, they got yep. they got dominated week one after the first quarter. Week two was against the Broncos where they had the lead in the or they were down by six in the second half. And mm-hmm. then they were up by week three. They were up by 11 against the Cardinals in the yep, third going quarter. into overtime. Yep. No, not overtime, just in the third quarter. Uh, halftime, excuse me. Yeah, halftime. halftime. Yep, yep, exactly. And then last then last week, literally we're one play away from winning the game. So, again, 
all different teams is up. I mean, Cardinals are undefeated and they were up by 11 on them, you know, like, so yeah. I, I like that they're improving like as a team. Am I giving Urban Meyer credit for it? Absolutely not. I just think that like the team, the team is also like the youngest team in the NFL. And I think they're just starting to just get it, you know? So, yep. but like for me, I'm like, do I want him on the team next year? Absolutely not. It is Brian Dable or Joe Brady or bust. Like you get one of those two head coach offensive coordinators to be the head coach with Trevor Lawrence. Hell yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell not. yeah. Motherfucker. I mean, and it's funny, like I, I started just playing shit through my head. I was like, okay, so Shark broke his ankle this offseason, that su- or this last week. That sucked. Uh, he's, I think he's gone. Um, and then I already, I already said this a couple of weeks ago, L- would love for them to just, I mean, they're going to have the most money. Like just go and spend money on Devontae Adams. Yep. Go and get, and it's funny because I've been so anti this player since we started, but, uh, Go get OBJ too. Go oh, get Devonte Adams, OBJ, and Lavisca Chenault. And then you uh, got then uh-huh. you got J- then you got James Robinson and ETN in the backfield. Boner alert with with Arnold. I mean, like I would just love it. Like I really would. I don't think it's going to ever happen. I mean, it for sure. Is now, what about your, is- What about your defense though? Um, obviously the defense needs help, but, uh, the DBs are playing better. They need a pass rush, right? That's their biggest yeah. thing. They're going to have the number one overall pick. They'll take the kid from Oregon. Well, I thought you would think the pass rush would be fine with Josh Allen and, uh, Oh, chase on, uh, Allen's good. Like Allen's, I mean, he has three and a half sacks this year. Like he's good, but mm-hmm. like, they're just not getting consistent pressure. Chase on yeah. is like chase on is the dude that will have zero pressures in a game or he'll have like five. Like he is so inconsistent. He gets pushed around way too much. He does um, seem kind of small. He's, he's like not small. as like thickly built. Yeah. Yeah. I, Cause I saw a picture of him the other day and I was like, Whoa, what? That's what this dude looks like right now. So definitely yeah. very understandable. Uh, the other news going around the NFL, Jalen Smith was released by the Dallas Cowboys goes to the Green Bay Packers. I don't know how much of an impact that's going to be, but then Stefan Gilmore being traded to the Carolina Panthers from new England. I don't know how much of an impact he's going to make uh, sooner rather than later. I do think he will, which is nice. But moving into next year, I'm just going to assume the Panthers sign him to another extension and keep him. And if you get him and J.C. Horn in that building, that's going to be real nice. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out because uh, they have Deontay Jackson as well, who's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to let him walk. Um, and then you got Henderson, and then you got – Horn and then you got um New England. What sorry, we I literally you literally just said his name. Why am I JC Horn? No, Gilmore. Sorry, Gilmore. Yeah, I was like, I was just like, Holy I thought God, you already I, said his name, that's why I was confused. <laughs> I said Henderson, sorry. Um, oh. so yeah, and then they have Gilmore, like those three are great. So hey, look at us. Uh the guys that started the started the Panthers love. Uh, I, I know, know. You, wanted, you wanted to give me shit last week about how I pick against them in the spread. I, for the record, I am three and one again on their games this year. So well, are you that's keeping the, track of individual nice games too? Sorry. Right up here in my noggin. Oh, you son nope. of a gun. Spe- specifically them just cause I'm, because I was just like, Hey, I wanted them to win the division. I want to see like where I'm at. Um, and I, I was just like, I got to separate like what I want and like my original predictions versus like, where we're at in the moment. So I've been keeping that in my head. So um, that's fair. also, also 
one last thing before we get to spreads, and we'll, we'll go super quick on the spreads this week. But how good, how good is my Brandon Staley coach of the year prediction in August looking? How good? It, on a, on a yeah. scale to one in 10, how many points above 10 is it right now? About five, but here's the thing. The five points that you're getting for that prediction is also taking away from how small his fucking neck is. Saw him in a press conference today, and I was like, that's weird. That is a weird uh, – it's not even symmetry, just kind of like difference. His head's about yay wide, and his neck's about itty-bitty. Like old and fucking giraffe. Old giraffe all neck. He, and but all he does is win. And all he does it, all he does it, is dominant and coach like a champ. And you like, can tell the players love him. Yes. I mean, like Justin Herbert is all about it. He's like, okay, defense is taken care of. Don't worry about it. I got the offense figured out. Justin Herbert's looking absolutely just stellar right now. I, I'm worried about the Chargers moving forward. Now, granted, they need to stay healthy. That's the only if with that team, if they can stay healthy. And that's always been their if. But the Chargers, man, they're playing lights out. And you love to see it because it's been so long and so difficult for them to kind of reach this point of a year where it's like, okay, hey, one, we're respected. Two, we're feared. In three, we believe in ourselves 100%. Like, you see every bit of that with the Los Angeles Chargers right now moving forward, and it's an amazing time to be a Chargers fan. And even with the Rams losing this past week, the Chargers are looking at us like, it's our city. You know, Grant, I think the Rams are going to bounce back. We'll get into that here very soon. But I want to, I want to double L.A. Super Bowl so bad. Like, it would be more. amazing. Especially because the Super Bowl's in L.A. Could you yeah. imagine? Everything would L.A. Break. would explode. Yeah, like L.A., the internet, the NFL would be like just jerking each other off with just so much excitement because like we don't know what else to do with our hands. This has worked out beautifully. Yes. So let's actually just go ahead and get into our get into. So Rams Seahawks tonight. We're recording on Thursday right before the game here. Seattle or excuse me, the Rams are favored by two and a half in Seattle and I'm taking it. I do think the Rams are upset that they lost to the Cardinals. That's a tough division matchup. That's a tough division loss. You don't want to have that happen twice in a row, especially on Thursday night. Go ahead and put it in your review mirror. Keep driving forward. I'm expecting the Rams to have a big game and win this matchup. Uh, so am I. Uh, I honestly, I don't, I just don't think the Seahawks, another good prediction I think so far that's looking good for me is I didn't have the Seahawks making the playoffs this year. Yep. And and I'm, I just don't think this team had like, obviously the that defense can is do bad, amazing, but the defense is just bad, man. It just really is not good. And like, yeah, the, the Rams are just rolling, man. Like the, they are doing amazing things without involving Robert Woods yet. And he's going to get involved soon, but like yeah, but what they're doing waiting for it. Shit. And I know I, we were just talking about this. Nobody else was obvious because we were on, I literally just traded Robert Woods like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, Van Jefferson, Higby's doing great. Obviously, Cooper Cup is leading the NFL in receiving yards, um, or is close to it at this point. Um, Stafford's being the man. Uh, they're just rolling with Henderson, which is great. So, yeah, absolutely taking the Rams to, to cover this one. Yep. Next up, the Tennessee Titans are traveling down to Jacksonville, where they're favored by four and a half Tennessee. Is favored on the road by four and a half. I loved how last week I was like, oh man, I don't think I've seen a away spread. You know, be down by seven. We saw it like three times last week. It's kind of what this is, right? Eight my words as the episode kept going. But Tennessee favored on the run, Jacksonville by four and a half. I'm taking the Titans. I just, I want to see it before I believe it. 
with the old Jacksonville Jaguars, especially with all the stuff going on with Urban Meyer. I think we'll really get to see how much of a distraction it's been or maybe how close it's kind of brought everyone together. It's like, you guys see what the fuck our coach is doing? Screw this guy. Let's just focus on ourselves and keep moving forward. And I don't mean that as a dig to you, Trees, at all or Jacksonville fans whatsoever. Yeah. Because maybe Uh, I'm I'm just taking the positive out of it. You know, like maybe it brings the team closer together, not necessarily the coaching team, but just the players. Yeah, I was going to say, if you were trying to be positive, you would have been like, it brings the coaches and players together. But that wasn't an option for you. It was either everybody's broken up or the players are good, but fuck the coach. There's no, like, we're all one. Like, that's not Well, I think it's hard for the coach to be like, oh, yeah, guys, we're a lot closer together. You just all watched me cheat on my wife, and uh, you're doing breakdowns to grind. And after I come in and apologize and walk out of the room, you guys just start laughing at me. That's tough. Players don't respect him at all. Um, I, I, I don't 100% agree. wholeheartedly believe that they don't I, have any respect for him in terms of like, he can lead us. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I also, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Um, so, um, I'm also taking the Titans. Um, I was expecting it to be bigger than four and a half, to be honest. And then I was going to consider the Jags, but at four and a half, I'll take the Jags. And honestly, I could see them just fucking curb stomping us like 38 to seven too. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Can't wait for Sunday. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be it's gonna be super fun. Um, all right, moving on. We have the New York Jets at the Atlanta Falcons. This game is the London game. Love this one because it's the 7:30 a.m. time for me, 8:30 for you in the central. Um, it's pancakes and football, and it's literally one of my favorite games every single year. I love it, it's awesome. Um, big news out of this one, though. <clears throat> Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley not making the trip to London. Um, Very interesting. They're not saying it. I'm wondering, does it have to do with COVID? Does it have to do with unvaccinated players? Mm. Um, Does it or does it not? If I remember correctly, though, I've seen Calvin Ridley do interviews without a mask on, and you have to have a mask if you're unvaccinated. So I don't think it has to do with that. Uh, They just say it's a personal reason. So maybe, you know, maybe it is a family thing, but that's the first thing that went through my head. Um, huh. I didn't even so, think of that to be honest with you. So Atlanta, two and a half point favorites. Um, it's going to be tough without Ridley, but just let Michael or let, let Kyle Pitts. I almost said Michael Pitts, let Kyle <laughs> Pitts do his thing for, you know, for the first time in his NFL career, have a monster game and just continue to feed Cordell Patterson. And I'm going to take the Falcons to cover this. I'm taking the New York Jets. What we saw last week from that defense and Zach Wilson is something we've been waiting for. And I think it just took four weeks for Robert Sala to kind of get that defensive game plan ready, putting everyone in positions to be the best to be their best selves and go out and ball. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, their edge was their edge rushers were able to get to the quarterback. Quincy Williams was flying around the field. I watched like glimpses of that game as it was on. Like I feel like every time I saw it, he was making a fucking play. I was like, okay, well, hey, that kind of worked out for the Jets very well. If they get another speed linebacker that's not scared to hit and is going to lay the wood, oh, and his brother is a pretty damn good defensive lineman as well. I'm taking the Jets here. I think things are finally going to start clicking for them. We'll see, though. Atlanta's only favored by two and a half, so either way, if it's a close game, there's a possibility that they cover. Let's get into the Packers-Bengals. Packers are favored by three on the road, and I'm going to take the Bengals, but I'm believing in – excuse me, I'm going to take the Packers – 
but I'm believing in the Bengals here to keep this close. Like I, I at least want the Bengals to. That's what I'm rooting for. But I just think Green Bay is going to be too much. That offense has way too much firepower for that defense to hang with. So if I'm if I'm looking to be right as an analyst taking the Packers, what I want as a fan of the NFL is to see the Bengals win this game ultimately. I think that would be an amazing storyline and one of those deals where it's like, oh, shit, look at the Bengals. Yeah, I'm also taking the Bengals or sorry, the Packers had literally just messed up just like <laughs> how you did. I also am taking the Packers to win this one and cover. Um, so last week, I obviously gave you some things that I wanted to touch on for DFS play. My biggest thing was the Cowboys versus Carolina game. And I was like stacking Dak with the wide receivers um, and then, you know, running it back with Carolina. Concept was there, wrong players. So Dak obviously had a good game. Um, Cooper had a good day. But it wasn't Lamb. It was actually Schultz, you know. And then my my run it back. I said Anderson ended up being DJ Moore. So the good I the good thing is is I'm getting there on like getting the games right. Now I got to just get the players right. I think uh-huh. this is the game. I think this is the game. So um, I honestly I think you could go either way. If you wanted to save money, you go with Joe Joe Burrow and Chase, and then you run it back with um adams but i also could see a going with rogers and adams and then just running it back with chase so um this is the game this is the game that i'm probably going to put a fair amount of dfs into i i I like this one there's some other ones but like this is the one that really popped to me that i'm like these are the teams that can score a bunch of points and even if they're slowing down like for the first half they can pick it up at like a moment's notice and yeah probably no probably no joe mixon so i wouldn't be surprised if there's more passing so actually yeah i'm gonna say i'll i would go with joe Bur- I, i'm gonna make a lineup i'll do joe burrow with and i'll go with boyd and chase and then i'll run it back with adams that's what i'm gonna do that's nice so i like that yeah would you All do right. one with this next matchup with the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings where Minnesota's favored by nine and a half? Lions just can't figure it out. Once you think they're like, hey, maybe this is the week they put together a full game, wrong. The Vikings, they've been playing everyone close. They lost a tough one last week. I know Trace and I agreed on the statement of, hey, it's going to be maybe a shootout. Offenses are too similar. What we should have known better with the defense is be like, hey, we practice against this shit every week as well. We know what's coming. Totally. They took care of business, but the Cleveland Browns just <laughs> – Get it by a touchdown. So I'm actually going to take the Vikings here. Favored by nine and a half. I feel like it's a pretty big spread. But this offense, I think Dalvin Cook is also going to be a little bit healthier this week, which is going to be another positive for them. I'm taking the Vikings favored by nine and a half. Sorry, I was muted there. Um, I'm also going to take the Vikings. So we only have one difference so far out of five games. So not ideal there. But um, I'm also taking the Vikings. Right. and. And yeah, I actually, I do agree with you. I wouldn't mind the cousins stack with the two wide receivers and feeling and Jefferson and running it back with um, Hawkinson or T Swift. Um, So honestly, T Swift, huh? T Swift. Yeah. That's why that's why I I always call him T Swift. You you guys like Taylor Swift, right? Like you, Oh, fucking love her. I just haven't heard you say that. Yeah. Uh, I I guess I just say it to my friends, but yes. Um, uh yeah honestly maybe even both i could see see going to five player combo on that one so yeah um but i do think that this is going to be a more of a high scoring game than what people think for sure um moving on to the next one we have the broncos at the steelers and this is actually an even spread 
So no, no real favorite here. Um, the biggest question is obviously, is Teddy Bridgewater going to play? Um, and how does that affect everything? If it, if it is drew lock, um, man, Steelers offense just looks so bad. Broncos offense looked Awful. bad once lock went in too. Like it didn't look good either. Uh, but I mean, I'll well, I wonder how give, much of that. Yeah. Uh, we're Go about ahead. to say the same thing. Uh, I'll give block the benefit of the doubt of not getting any reps. Um, and I'll, yeah. gi- I'll give him that. Um, shoot man this one's tough i'm gonna i'm gonna take the steelers but i don't feel super confident about it i'm taking the broncos actually i think with drew lock getting a full week of preparation i don't know if teddy bridgewater's playing or not but either way i'm taking taking denver i just think their their offense is gonna be able to take care of the football and they're not gonna make mistakes and this defense they're gonna get to big ben and cause him to create more turnovers and at some point, I think Mike Tomlin and the entire Pittsburgh Steelers organization is going to have to look at themselves and go, hey, this is it for Big Ben. we got to put someone else in to give ourselves a chance to compete this year. We're picking at the top of the draft, which might not be a bad thing. But next up, the Miami Dolphins traveling to Tampa to face the Bucks. We're Tampa Bay's favored by 10. I'm smashing that. I think Tampa Bay just completely destroys this Dolphins team. This is a team that we were very excited about a couple years ago, and now it's just like a – and nothing's working. Nothing like what you thought outside of the defense has been has been a positive for this team like i don't like even with water like i haven't seen or heard anything where it's like yeah we're very pumped about this kid not saying that they were wrong just i don't feel like they've been able to utilize him like two goes out with an injury you know you got jacoby Brissett, who's not really known to just keep going for the deep shots it's just one of those situations where he's going to try and manage the game and not turn it over and i feel like that hurts the way this dolphins offense is built to be honest yeah um, just because why wouldn't I make this about myself? Gieski, another good call for me last week, five for 57. Yep, it sure was. Um, but I do agree with the whole Dolphins thing. Like they're just not, <clears throat> they're all, their defense is still looking pretty solid. Um, but the offense, it's just so hard. Like they're not using, I feel like they're not using Gaskin the way they did last year in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they clearly do need a running back. Like just to like be able to like, rely on i mean honestly it would be super nice if they had like a Najee harris honestly like, oh no joke i feel like that <laughs> would help them a ton yeah um waddle's been fine i mean it sucks that, like fuller's already hurt again um parker actually hasn't had that bad of a year either like he's actually kind of surprised me on how well he's playing um i'm obviously going to take the bucks here even at 10 just because like i just can't not go against Tampa Bay at this point. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, I mean, I I still have faith in Tua, honestly. Um, when he comes back, uh, but you do need to see it soon, though. Like you, you can't just continue to keep saying like it's going to come around, it's going to come around. Um, you know, you need to see it by the end of this year to have any sort of faith heading into next year. You need to see some some real pro- progress there. Absolutely. Next up, the New Orleans Saints are traveling to Washington to face the football team where the Saints are, for some reason, favored by two. I'm, I'm taking the Washington football team here, actually. No matter. I just I think this defense might finally kind of flash a little bit what we've been waiting for them to do in terms of getting to the pass, getting to a Jameis Winston. And I just I don't know. I feel like Taylor Heineke does just enough to continue to lead them to either win a game or keep them in the game where this is going to be close no matter what. Now, if I'm wrong, that's just another inconsistent week by Jameis Winston in this uh, New Orleans Saints offense, but I'm just – I'm not buying into it right now. 
This game's so tough. I mean, Washington sneaked out a win last week that they probably shouldn't have won against Atlanta. Um, Saints lost in overtime at home. Technically, their home opener because week one they played in Jacksonville. Um, and they mm-hmm. lose to the Giants. Um, this one's tough. I mean, I'm shocked on the way that they're using Alvin Kamara. Um, it was funny because you and I talked about this, I think on this, on this podcast, plus just earlier in the year where I was like, Hey, I'm lower on Alvin Kamara. Cause I just don't think he's going to get a ton of catches. Cause I thought mm-hmm. Hill was going to be the quarterback. And then once James became the quarterback, I was like, okay, I'm back higher on, on Kamara. And now I think he has like, he has like eight catches or something like that. Like all year. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's like and such he- a different weapon without drew Brees. like i feel like drew Brees yeah. was fine with just dumping to him and letting him eat and now it's just Jameis wants to push the ball down the field which is fine like you got one of the best catching running backs in the league and you're not utilizing him whatsoever whatsoever so his first three years he had 81 catches all three years and then last year at 83 and he has he has 10 catches or not eight he has 10 this so now this he needs another season. 70 yeah in, in the next 12 I mean, weeks yeah, 13 technically, right? But yeah. Um, yeah, bye week though. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They're just not using him. Anyways, I'm just trying to – I'm stalling here trying to figure out what team I'm going to take. If, if you all have not caught on to that, I don't know. Um, you're taking Washington. I'm going to take the Saints, and I feel disgusting about it. That's, like, all, that's a you good. problem. Maybe it, you should go shower. Is. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And that's what these teams did last week after a tough loss. Philadelphia Eagles and the Carolina Panthers felt like the Eagles showed that they were better than a lot of people think. I feel like Jalen Hurts is a much better passer of the football than I anticipated him to be this year, which is good. But this Panthers team, they also didn't give up in that game. They could have in the third quarter. They could have just rolled over and down. I'm like, that's it. We threw two interceptions. Dallas can score. We're not able to stop him as much as we'd like to. Game over. No, they kept fighting, and they made it close where Dallas was forced to get the first down at the end. They were able to convert it, though, so it was fine. It is what it is. But I do like how Carolina has looked so far. They're favored by three. I'm taking them this week. But I do have a feeling this game turns into somewhat of a shootout a little bit because I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles were able to figure out how to move the ball efficiently down the field without turning it over. Yes, this is actually, again, just like that Green Bay Bengals game. I'll, I'll probably have a fair amount of players here. So one, Christian McCaffrey might play. He practiced today, so mm-hmm. that'll be interesting. Um, so Brian Johnson, who is the Eagles um, quarterback coach, he needs a ton of credit. So he, for everybody that wants his history, he went to Utah, actually. Um, he was the one that led them to the win over Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Um, so huge year there. Ended up being on the cover of NCAA football, the video game. Um, and then he ends up coaching at Utah. Yeah, Don't give me that look. He was on it. Um, yeah, I saw that. You, you were trying to remember. I was just he, confused. Yeah. It. Um, ends up coaching at Utah for a bit, um, worked his way up, ended up being the OC for, I think a year and a half, two years. Um, and then he ends up following, uh, Dan Mullins, um, and goes to the Mississippi, goes to Mississippi state and helps make helps with Dak Prescott there. And then he goes to Florida and helps with like Kyle Trask. 
And now he's gone to the NFL and now he's helping Jalen Hurts. I mean, this dude is pretty damn good at coaching some quarterbacks. Like, I would not be shocked if this dude becomes like the next Byron Leftwich. Like, just a good head coach, or sorry, good offensive yep. coordinator. I mean, he, he's with a team with, you know, like some good offensive weapons that obviously helps, but like just a solid offensive coordinator coach. Like, Brian Johnson's the man. And like what he's doing to Hertz is awesome. Like, he's improved so much this year on passing. Um, with all that being said, I'm still taking the Panthers just because I just don't trust the Eagles defense with Brandon Graham out. This Eagles defense is different. Like the first three weeks, they were awesome and or two weeks. And then Brandon Graham's been out and now they can't stop the run. They're not giving pressure. Um, give me the Panthers on this one all day. Yep. Next up, the New England Patriots traveling to Houston to face the Texans where New England is favored by nine on the road. And I'm taking it. New England, or excuse me, the Texans stink. Right, bottom line, that's it. Patriots, they had a tough loss last week. They'll be fine there. They were a foot away from winning that football game in the rain in Foxborough against Tom Brady. They'll be all right this week playing Davis Mills. In the- He's so bad. Um, have you been paying attention to, like, the viewership and, like, the primetime games this year? Um. Not necessarily as much as I probably should, but I did see that the one on Monday night was like the highest rated one since 2012 or something. Yeah. And third Sunday or yeah, Sunday nights was the highest Sunday night game in like seven years. And Thursday night was the highest in like six years. Yeah. Yeah. The Jaguars are fucking Thursday night game. Jaguars are much must watch TV. Everybody must watch this fucking guy. It's because it was a good game. I'm sure nobody was watching it, and then it was the fourth quarter, and they're like, oh, shit, it's kind of a close game. Maybe I should just <laughs> yeah. turn it on. <laughs> Go ahead and check out and see what this Lawrence kid's doing. All righty. <laughs> God, and I, uh, we've talked about the Jacks enough, but he looked really good on Thursday. Like, he looked really good. He did. He didn't look so. bad. He looked a lot more poised in the pocket, which is great. Uh, a, a team that did not look poised in the pocket a couple weeks ago uh, was old Justin Fields, the new starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Named the starter for the remainder of the year. About fucking time, Matt Nagy. Jesus Christ, I'm about done with your ass. And then the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Bears will be traveling Las Vegas where the Raiders are favored by five and a half. Derek Carr, I said it on Twitter, kind of got roasted by it from a dude who's verified and played in Major League Baseball, which is cool. But he said I had an arrogant comment about, oh, that's the Derek Carr we're used to seeing when he throws an interception. On a second nine with five minutes left, they need to drive down the field and score to make it close so they can hopefully get a stop on defense, get the ball back, and possibly go take the lead. But Derek Carr says, sir, not so quickly. I see Derwin James knows I need to throw to Darren Waller like I do about every second in long play on the outside, so he's going to live underneath, and I'm going to fucking throw it right to him. That's what happened. It is what it is. But I do think this week the Raiders pick up, you know, or excuse me, not pick up, but get back on pace to where they're at, and then pick up a win against the Chicago Bears. But I'm excited to see how Justin Fields looks this week against the Raiders' defense where – they can fly around. They're not scared to hit, and the pass rush hasn't been awful. I think Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe can get some pressure this week because the Bears' the offensive line is horrendous. But that's something we'll just have to see. Taking the Raiders, so five and a half. I'm going to take Chicago. I'm just going to do it. It makes zero sense. You're crazy. You're so crazy. I am. I am. Raiders are a better team and everything about it. I'm going to just hope that, like, 
the team just gets motivated. They just finally just said that Fields is the guy and Fields finally might just be like, one to what I can like run around and I can just play my game. I don't have to like press to like make sure everything's just perfect. play football, just yeah. play football. And Crosby's not the same way, but Yannick loves to like go outside and around. And like, if he does that, Fields is going to take that gap and take off every single time. Like yeah. I could see, I could see Fields having 80 plus rushing yards this game. Jesus Christ, that'd be a shit ton. Yeah. Um, again, Raiders are just the better team. I don't know if they can like slow down the, Ra- the, the Raiders, or I don't know if the Bears can slow, slow down the Raiders' offense. It honestly is one of those things that it, it makes no sense. I'm just hoping yeah. the Bears, the Bears just keep it close. I mean, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's go. Five and a half is a possibility. I mean, we'll see how Derek Carr responds after shitting his pants last week. Huh? What'd you say? I didn't say anything. I think we got caught up. I think you're a little bit behind. I didn't hear you. I apologize. No, you're good. You're good. No, we're I'm fine. confused. No, we're all good. Dude. Don't worry about it. I confused myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chase. You're fine. You froze there for right a minute. <laughs> you you froze <laughs> just... for a minute for the record. <laughs> so I did. And I'm sorry. I don't know what happened, but we're back. All right. Just like that. Just like the Cleveland Browns, they're finally fucking back in the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, get a home game here against the Browns. Chargers are favored by two. I think this is going to be one of those games to watch in the middle of the day. This is going to be a perfect game that leads you right into the three, right into the primetime game because I believe they play at three um, for central time, at least, if I'm correct. So Browns versus Chargers. I'm actually going to take the Chargers. Here. That offense is going to be face a run heavy team yet. So we'll see how they look, but I am going to take the Chargers favored by two. All right, cool. Um, sorry, I don't know if that cut out for anybody else. We're 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 gonna find out when this recording comes out if it did or not. But um, yeah, so he's taking the Chargers. Um, I believe you were saying that they haven't faced any the Chargers still haven't faced a run heavy team yet. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I, I, I kind of got pieces, but I, I don't know. Anyways, it's fine. You're just fucking um, internet, dude. It's so stupid. Uh, yeah, I actually, I, for the first time ever, I think that one was actually my internet's fault. So not yours, which is shocking because your internet is garbage. Yeah. Maybe it's um, a difference because I'm in the office today, but it's whatever moving forward. Is, who do you got whatever. here? I got the chargers. Um, I think the Chargers are just riding high right now. They they their trap game was last week after they beat the Chiefs and they still end up winning. Um, the big thing with the Browns is, I mean, Baker looks like shit with the injured elbow or the injured shoulder. Like he yeah. looks bad. He looks really bad. And I'm I'm not saying like I'm not saying that to talk shit. I mean, like if I had a torn labrum, even if it was in my left arm too, I wouldn't be able to like. I mean, toughen up, Baker. Gonna, yeah um i mean it's just it's hurt them right like look at the yeah. whole the obj throw that was another one that pissed me off because i had i said start jefferson and obj last week if he would have just hit obj there that's an 80 yard touchdown so um i mean he just looks bad i mean plain and simple you want him to get healthy um as a browns fan you you almost have to consider like sitting him for a couple of weeks and seeing if a couple of weeks can like help that it might not though. It might be one of those things that needs surgery and rest really might not help it. So, um, but like, that's the big thing. I'm like, this team, this team cannot win a Super Bowl with the way Baker's playing right now with them hurt with them healthy. They, they can, they really yeah. can. 
Um, I will say the Chargers have struggled against the run this year, though. Um, Dallas beat them up early in the season as well on this. So um, I will say I think this is a very good game. I think it's very close. I just think that the Chargers end up pulling it out. Um, that's playing, That's all it is. And with a two-point spread, yeah. that's all you have to do, right, is you just have to barely sneak by. So uh, give me the Chargers. Give me Justin Herbert. Give me – I mean, freaking Eckler so, so good. Mike Williams, I mean, I know he had a bad game last week, but he's still going to be there. Keenan Allen decides to start dropping passes this year, which has been surprising. He has a few drops, um, but that that offense is just exciting. So, um, yeah, give me the Chargers there. Um, moving on, we have uh, NFC East rivalry. Surprise, this is not a primetime game because every year there is one. Um, that oh, is Giant, Giants at the Cowboys, and Cowboys are seven-point favorites. Um, just give me the Cowboys, um, plain and simple. I don't think the giants are very good. I think the Cowboys are a really, really good team. Um, probably one that I underestimated heading into the year. Um, and I'll gladly take that one on the chin. Um, it's a CD lamb game. It's been quiet for a couple weeks for him. Like, you know, he's going to be getting two touchdowns this week. You just know. It. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the giants, the, their win last week against the Saints, I think, was a little bit like, oh, where the fuck did this come from? Maybe they're kind of starting to get things figured out, too, finally, if Saquon's back and being fully healthy, which would be nice for my fantasy team. So that's the hope. But I think Dallas, they know they played Carolina close last week. They're not wanting to even risk this with the Giants. They're going to blow them out of the water, favored by seven. Absolutely rolling with Dallas. Next up, though, the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Arizona to face the Cardinals, where they are favored by five. Arizona Cardinals favored by five against the visiting San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to take the Cardinals here. They're just, they're too hot. The 49ers, I am interested to see uh, how Jimmy Garoppolo looks because he was dealing with somewhat of an injury, correct? And then Trey Lance came in, but I don't know if we saw really too much take place. And I don't think Trey Lance has been announced a starter or if anyone's even been announced to start for this next week. Do you know? He is not. So but... either way, I'm taking the Cardinals. There's just too much going on for them positively. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they haven't announced it. Um, Jimmy G hasn't practiced yet either. So there's that. Um, so it's going to be Trey Lance. Um, but I also am going to take the Cardinals. I think just the pass rush is going to get to Trey Lance here. So um, I do think this is a, this is going to be a great game. Another shootout game. You got to get some DFS guys in this one. But I think a lot of people are going to put DFS guys in here. So I think it's going to be a lot of chalk plays. Um, meaning, oh, there's tons of people using it. You're not gaining any advantage by starting these guys. So yeah. Um, yeah, um, I'm going to take the Cardinals as well, as well though. So uh, Cardinals end up going to 5-0. and oh. Boom, love to see it. Next up, my Kansas City Chiefs at home, favored by 2.5 against the visiting Bills. Taking the Chiefs. It's tough. I don't feel very confident in it as much as I should, but Josh Gordon might be joining the team and will be hopefully be a factor for this offense moving forward. The defense, though, is kind of where my question is. Chris Jones is dealing with the wrist injury. They've been experimenting him on a defensive end on the outside. Hasn't been really working out that well for them. This defense just needs a real pick-me-up. They just need to get things figured out, and it's just not the right week to do that when you have Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills coming in but they cause, because they have absolutely everything going in their favor and working out for them. I just wonder with them playing – lesser teams so far this year if maybe that hurts them not in terms of overlooking the Chiefs but maybe thinking we're good like we we've reached how good we can be this year look at what we're doing to other teams and maybe I think that focuses on their defenses because they've been able to shut out two teams so far this year it was a tough week one loss to the Steelers 
you got you got the best big Ben that we're probably going to see for the rest of his career. Just to be completely honest, that was a fluke week for the Bills because they've come out and dominated everybody. But I think this is the week where they're not necessarily, I don't want to say like meet their match, but this is a tough game where it's a back and forth type of deal. And Kansas City comes away with a win here. And I just saw Trace entering his thing and can't wait to fucking listen to this bullshit. You knew I was going to take them. I went I over this I'm all offseason. All offseason, I said it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Bills here. Um, I just think they're a better team, just flat out. I just I just think they are. Um, I'm so glad that you're going to buy into the hype of Josh Gordon, though, because that's worked out so well with you for with LaShawn McCoy and fucking Le'Veon Bell so far. You know, like, I already said, I think I said it last episode when I went solo. Uh, that I was like, you know, I'm going to wait till I see it before I believe it. And I told myself that. And then I saw you show up to camp. Looks in tremendous shape. His minerals are straight. Him and him and Patrick Mahomes have connected since day one. He looked good warming up with the team last week. And I just said, fuck it. That feeling that I've been hiding, just trying to bury deep down inside came just out, came roaring out. I'll go. Let's go, Josh Gordon. <laughs> let's go, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm ready to get hurt again. Again, you so, heard that right. Again, Once for ag- sure, for sure. Because for the record, Josh Gordon has never been out of shape. He's always had the six pack and looked like a tremendous athlete. Uh, to the dude averages, you take away his one monster year in Cleveland. By the way, was eight years ago. For the record, hey, you, you know were, what? I don't. Really you were still in kinder. Right you were still in kindergarten when that Learn happened. Learn to read the room. Okay, I'm, I'm reading it. Um, and like, I would rather have Sammy Watkins than I would Josh Gordon. Oh, you're insane. I'm not Sammy insane. Watkins. Yeah, Sammy Watkins would be fucking hurt by now. So you'd get the same damn thing. If, if nothing happens with Josh Gordon, it's the same thing that would happen with Sammy Watkins. Zilch. News is going to break within the next three weeks that he's fucking suspended for the year. Stop it. Like, I don't. Don't. I don't. I don't, no, I don't, don't want you put you. that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that evil on me. Why are you the way you are? Like, why can you just I don't not know, Michael. question it? I don't know. <laughs> why can't you just be like, one to what? Beach, I don't understand this. I don't get it. Because I, I already tried to do that, and the voice inside me won already. Okay, and I can't, I can't bury it again. It's out. I lost it. I can't track it anymore. God damn I'm it. fucking too excited, and I'm going to the game Sunday now. I'm probably jumping through a table, whether it's on fire or not, and I'm just ecstatic to see Josh Gordon just burn somebody on this Bills defense and score a tutty in their head because that place is gonna explode. I mean, I nothing's going to happen. I'm going to play Sunday, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a touchdown just because like, that's what Mahomes and Reed would do was to like focus on one play in the red zone to make sure he scores. Like I honestly could see that. Um, just like sorry, they would I, every week after that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I hate you. I'm don't kidding. hate me. Don't hate me. I'm just fucking around. Um, but anyways, you're not fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, t- I'm taking the bills straight up. I'm just taking the bills. I think they're a better team and that is no disrespect to the chiefs. I think these are two of the, I think these are the two best team. These are two of the top three teams in the AFC. Who's your fucking third one? Chargers. Okay. 
for some reason, I thought you were going to say the Browns. It's like, you just shit it on Baker Mayfield's shoulder. No. But it's no. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. B- Browns would easily be fourth, though. I, I'd put the Browns as the, as the fourth best in the AFC. So. That'd be fair. And then yeah. next up, though, another AFC team, before we get into our player prop bets, Indianapolis Colts traveling to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Uh, Ravens are favored by seven. Until I see a healthy Carson Wentz, I'm off the train. I've just fucking jumped off of it. Maybe I'll catch the last car if it keeps on going by. I'm off the train. I can't handle it. I tried too much. I'm done. You did. You did. Uh, That's tough. They, Ravens get most likely Rashad Bateman back, too. Just another yeah. weapon. Love that. And I at home. And at home. Honestly, they didn't. They they made him inactive last week. Tyson Williams. I hope they go back to him, man. I like the other guys yeah. are just slow old guys. I'm like, and it works for like the style that they want, but like, I'm like, Tyson Williams is that JK Dobbins of last year. He's got the burst. He's the one that, and you know, I thought he showed that in week one already. Like I thought we, they would totally. already be like, okay, sweet. We saw it. We've seen, like we've seen what he can do. We've totally. seen, we saw, we seen it. Like, fuck it's right there. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I hope that he gets back into back into it. I mean, that means you're going to have to not have either bell or Freeman active. Cause Murray clearly is like a great fit in that offense as well. Um, but like to me, like Murray is the Gus Edwards and Williams is the, is the Dobbins. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. weird. I'm, I'm not going to question John Harbaugh because he's like one of the best coaches in the NFL. Um, love what happened by the way, cause we haven't talked since, but like love what happened between them and the Broncos. <laughs> Um, the whole him running it to make sure they go over a hundred yards oh. and the coach is going at it. I was like, fuck yes. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. Like fuck you, Vic Fangio. That's exactly yeah. what I said. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, old man river. Like get out of here. Fucking <laughs> God. drives me insane. So let's get into cool. these uh, player prop bets <clears throat> because these are going to be good. Mahomes, you have set up right here. Sunday night football chiefs versus bills. It's in Kansas city at arrowhead. It's going to be an electric atmosphere, especially as a night game. Mahomes, you have him set at 283 passing yards. I am going to take the over on this one. I think he is just able to sling the ball over this defense. I don't mean that as a knock to this defense. It's just Mahomes has a knack for throwing over 300 yards and three touchdowns in a game. And we sit there and blink and go, holy shit, he had a really good game. Didn't even realize it was that much. 100% agree. It is an over. He will have over 300 yards. Um, CH, 49 rushing yards. I'm going to take the under on this one. I'm actually going to take the over. He's had back-to-back 100-yard games, if I'm correct. Uh, and when he played the Bills last year, uh, his rookie season, he had a really good game against them. Granted, the he weather did. was bad, so they were kind of forced to run the ball, even though Mahomes can sling that shit in anything, he says. Um, I do think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire keeps this momentum going. I think this offense and Andy Reid wants to keep him going so his confidence can stay up. Not that it's down, but like anytime you fumble the ball and you lo- you you know, lose your team a game that's in the back of your mind. At some point, you need to move on from it. Hopefully with this week, another good one in prime time at home. Everyone can forgive you here with a big performance. Next up, Tyree Kill, 85 receiving yards. I'm going to take the under on this just due to the fact that he had a big game last week. The The Bills have a defense that can, you know, stay over the top and go man-to-man so they can kind of triangle him and force him to not – or kind of have Mahomes not be able to just force him the ball and kind of get those deep shots like we saw at the end of the game last week against Philadelphia. That's kind of my situation here where I think we'll see, you know, uh, a Demarcus Robinson, a, a Travis Kelsey, a McCole Hardman, or even a Josh Gordon kind of get more of those looks just because the Bills defense is going to be so focused on Tyreek Hill not burning them deep. 
Uh, I'm taking the over. I think that they're going to use Hill exactly the way they did week one against the Browns. A ton of short routes, you know, and he's going to get 10 catches there. He did have 11, you know, and he had, cause he had that 75 yarder, but like, which was just insane. And which no was one insane. talked about it. Yeah. So like, Take that away, right? Like from that Browns game week one. And then he had 10, he still would have had 10 for like 122. Like that's honestly what I can see from Hill. Like he doesn't get any catches over like 20 yards um, because of what you're saying on that defense. Cause I do think that's the way you're going to do it, but they're going to find ways to just get him, you know, those little catch it at six yards and he's so fast. He makes it 12 yard gain and then go yep. the day, you know? So I'm taking the over there. Um, honestly, I'm just going to be straightforward with you. I'm taking the over the rest of the way. Um, Josh Allen, 279 passing yards. Give me the over because both quarterbacks are going over 300. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be right there with you over on everything. I kind of just gave you the surprise look. I'm like, oh shit, we're both going to do this because <laughs> the Chiefs defense at secondary is going to, Josh Allen's going to roast them. I think Diggs is going to be able to just burn whatever corners on them. I mean, they just continue to have issue after issue. And then Zach Moss, I think, not necessarily runs all over him, but he's going to have a couple explosive plays throughout this game. We're looking, I was like, God, this run defense still freaking stinks. So that's hopefully, like, I'm hoping the Chiefs come out of this game with a victory, of course. At the same time, that defense, is, they need to answer some questions. And I don't know if they do it this week against this high powered offense. Yeah. And just for the record, it's Allen 279. It's Moss 47 rushing yards and Diggs 84 receiving yards. Yep. Um, okay. So we have two differences here. So um, <clears throat> we'll see. Do we stay even Time for me to take the lead? Or Ooh. I mean, you're either taking the lead by two. I'm taking the lead by two or we're even like that. Those are the only three options. That's going to happen. <laughs> so we'll it's like every that. week, same way yeah. this uh, with the overall spreads. Yeah. Totally. I think we had like three or four differences. Yeah, how many differences do we have this week? One, One, two, three, four, five. We have five differences this week. Yep. So we had eight last week. So, yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I guess that does it for us. Excited to be back on the mic with you, bud. It was good. It's good to be back. Appreciate you, homie. All right, everybody. We appreciate y'all. And tonight we've been talking football.